All right, welcome back, everyone, to the Faded Town podcast, the number one Pokemon podcast in the world. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already, because if you don't, do you really check out serious content? Speaking of which, we have an awesome guest for you today. He's a good friend of ours. He's a three-time regional champ. He is the Latin America international belt holder, the co-host of the No Leaks YouTube. He has got the fastest hands in the Pokemon TCG, Danny Altavilla. Welcome to the what show. Up? That was actually killer, dude. Uh, 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 so, how's your day going, man? Pretty good. I had a ton of coaching today, just a regular day, you know. Uh, you do? So, we'll kind of just jump in it. You're just straight Pokemon, right? Like, no job, you're just coaching. Yeah, Pokemon is like, Pokemon is my job, Pokemon is my yeah, life, yeah, okay. yeah Pokemon okay. is everything, yeah. Yeah, but that becomes, like, because <laughs> we always ask that because a lot of our viewers want to know how all these people travel so much, how do they have the free time, so we're like, find jobs, and we've come to find out, well, all the top players are pretty much doing what you're doing, which is, yeah. hey, the dream, I guess. It's just, it's yeah. the dream. I mean, it's, po it's fun. Pokemon, Pokemon all Hang day, out, all night. Pokemon. There you go. <laughs> Fuck, I wish. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so uh, so how'd you get into Pokemon? I mean, I started when I was a kid. Uh, I straight up like saw a flyer for like uh, these different like show up and play at Toys R Us like different card games. Uh, one for each day of the okay. week. Okay. So there's like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, and just random stuff. So I went to the Pokemon one on Saturday, and I was like, hey, this is going to be sick. I like Pokemon. I like uh, card games. This has got to be busted. Right. So uh, so I went to Toys R Us, and a guy there like pointed me in the direction of his league, and then like I was able to you know just jump right into it from there. My whole family liked it, so it became like kind of a family hobby outing for like the weekends that you know turned into like you know just everything. Nice. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. So so you so how far back? Like you're talking. Um, you've been playing competitively how long? I started uh, in 2004, a little before they had the World Championships. Oh wow. So. so so what your pop ID like three numbers four numbers? <laughs> it's five. It's five, five? numbers. It's two two zero seven four. Nobody. Yeah. Uh, no fraud. Yeah, no fraud. Don't do that. <laughs> Please don't. No uh, I post mine okay. on online all the time. Like, hey, give me yeah. some points, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. So, uh, so what's your favorite part about playing Pokemon? You know, you've been playing for like fifteen years. Like, that's that's pretty insane. Like, there's got to be some something yeah. specific that you like most about it, right? Yeah. Besides, um, besides winning, besides so, winning, you know. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to say you're pretty good. <laughs> the winning, <laughs> when you win, it's like a good feeling, but it's just it's kind of like, uh, I don't want to say it's like superficial, but it's kind of like, you know, winning is not everything that the game has to offer, but it is a very nice thing that does like offer for fulfillment, like. But not nearly as much as, like, hanging out with people and stuff like that. That is huge. Like, networking, you know, learning so much about so many different people, realizing how much you have in common with people. Like, this year has been a big, like, you know, mental health year for me. So I've had a lot of friends back me up in that more than I could have asked for out of any of my high school friends and stuff. So it's like, you know, Pokemon is like, it's, it's, the connections are like on a deeper level because you see these people all the time than like, you know, some other hobbies have. So that is 
as something alone right. that makes it I don't know like, if, worth it. I don't know right. if you've ever heard like, the uh, the saying like when like in fighting like people like once they fight somebody they become best friends with them. It's kind of it's kind of like the same thing when you battle somebody you really get to know you really get to know like more <laughs> about that person. Yeah. You you understand them a little bit better. So I I completely understand what you're saying. I love it. I think it's. Uh... I think it's super dope when it comes down to because you travel what, almost every regional, so and then you find that niche of people that are doing the exact same thing you are. You guys have the same goals, and then like the common drive to just like this is what we're doing and let's do it together, have fun. Like I think that's dope. That's like the best part of the thing, of playing. Like even this year, I think I traveled more this year than I've ever traveled. And I'm doing this podcast, meeting all all these people is like one now. Like the experience of going to a regional now is just so much better than it right. was when I first started. Oh yeah, back, so back uh, what three years ago he was about to quit. He had he had some serious pokey depression. <laughs> all my friends, quit. I didn't even know Kevin. Yeah. I didn't even know. <laughs> he like asks a guy that worked at a card store, "Hey, what's this kid's yeah. number?" And then I get. A call from a random number. For some reason, I answer it, and he's like, "Hey, it's Kevin." I'm like, what the fuck is Kevin? Like, uh, the Pokemon. We play. I play Pokemon. I was like, "Oh, cool." And he's like, "You should come down and play." I was like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, dude. All my friends quit. I think I'm gonna quit." He's like, "I didn't quit." I was like, "All right, I guess I'll come." Got him. Fucking <laughs> uh, hooked him in. Yeah, no. but, yeah. Just, I, I mean, that's like the thing I like most about it is uh, meeting new people, getting getting to know, and like seeing how much in common that you really do have with people. And I, I completely agree with you on yeah. that level. Um, so. well, uh, okay, let's let's keep moving. Um, so like you said, uh, Pokemon is your life. Like you do that day in and day out. Um, so that's, I mean, how often are you coaching? Other than you know spending time uh testing for new formats or preparing for regionals or you know upcoming worlds like what's uh what's the time differential um so like as far as coaching goes it's pretty random but like i'll try to fill in time that i don't have coaching with maybe some extra testing or or vice versa and then like uh I obviously I have my stream that I've been I've been like kind of on and off with it. So my situation is that like I I recently as as uh, re recently being like maybe five weeks ago started going to the gym and it's been insane. So like I I freaking I love that. It's like definitely one of the coolest parts of my life right now and something Good. I'm gonna stick with forever because it's just so I, it's yeah. insane. I love it. So. Fitting that in recently has made it so hard to, like, stay on top of, like, streaming, coaching, and testing and stuff. So, like, the one thing to cut out of my life if I had to pick something would maybe even be my stream over even the no leaks. Because no leaks is, you know, I have right. Caleb. I can't let Caleb down. But for the stream, if I wanted to jump back into that in, like, a couple months, right. I could just jump back into it. Because it, you got to keep it going or people will just will jump off ship. Right. So, like... It's just really, it's hard to balance everything out. So, like, I'm yeah. trying to find time to, like, get it all going. And it's crazy to think that, like, my life also is, like, pokey, pokey, pokey. <laughs> and then I can't find time for pokey still. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that, yeah. No, but that's great, dude. Yeah, you're, like, you're, you, self-improvement. Yeah, like, I go to the great. gym every day. So, that's, I completely advoc advocate for that. You want to make sure that you're feeling at your best. And then, you know, it kind of just 
seeps into the rest of your life. Like I, I've, I love it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think like I used to go to the gym. I felt so much better in my yeah, life. It's true. Than I did. You just feel better. It's a, you just you do. Just feel you better. Do. Nice. Yeah. You feel better in your life. And I think you're doing the right thing by like choosing to cut something for that because like you're focusing on yourself is so much more important than about like a street. I guess you could say. Yeah, Which, I think people, you're. I think you have that mindset, so that's good. People get so like <laughs> caught up in what they're doing with life that they don't take time to self-reflect, and mm-hmm. then like they have these, I guess, underlying issues. Maybe not even underlying. They people can be fully aware of like their own issues, and then just want to put it off out of maybe even like fear of of like even even harder failure or something. And then that that gets to the point where you like just completely ignore yourself and then like that's something you can't right. do, right? So like yeah. that's like kind of what I was trying to do. Like I wasn't at a point where like my health was like ridiculously bad or anything. Like I'm still right. young. I was at a point where I was like I don't ever want to, you know, get to that point and I'm like not great mentally either. So maybe this yeah. will be a good outlet mentally and physically and that's something that if i don't like try and find time for that then i'm not finding time for myself which means i don't love myself and the first step to like opening up for like fulfillment in life and loving other people is to love yourself yeah. right at least that's what yeah, they say that's true dude so, oh, like, that's so true yeah hey, preach so it, true. Preach it. <laughs> my man he's got the keys he's got the keys he's killed it preach awesome. it. we gotta learn and hey, we're learning shit today right hell yeah <laughs> Okay, so right. let's uh, let's move on a little bit. Uh, let's talk a little bit about you choosing to join a team. So, how long have you been a part of DDG? Um, so the DDG thing started a little bit after the beginning of last season. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's been it's been cool. I mean, what, you know, what what made you to good. what made you to decide to join? You guess, DDG. But you guys, you've been playing with a lot of those people for a long time, right? Like you, those are. Like they're good friends of yours, right? Um, <laughs> oh, so... oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I just said something. Let's go. Let's hear this. <laughs> nope, oh, I didn't man. like any of them, all, and they just made me, forced me in. No, it's like it's, it's kind of to the whole background of every like my relationship with all of these people. It's like I, I think it all stems from one event for like most of us, and so basically it all started two seasons ago. And where it was me, you know, like just doing my thing, playing the game, and then, uh, and then my friend Hunter, Hunter Butler, okay. who a lot of people know and are familiar right. with, uh, we both, we obviously we both live in Florida, and I would have these moments where uh, there would be one regional, and then like another re- regional the week after, and I would have to go up to Orlando. I live three hours south of Orlando in Hollywood, so I would have to go up to Orlando, get like cheaper flights, or maybe to like drive hunter or something to the next event so the situation would be like um would be i go up to orlando and then i just like burn a week there just testing with hunter and then like in between regionals so so that i don't have to come back and then go all the way back and like just waste money and time doing that just you know stay in one place right so and then it ended up being a situation where like jimmy and igor had like moved down to florida from virginia and then hunter like met them at a cup and then became friends with them and then, like, we all started not necessarily hanging out, but we got well acquainted to the point that at events we were hanging out. And it became a thing where, like, Jimmy and Igor are, like, the cool kids. And we're like, whoa, this is kind of cool, man. We're, these guys are, like, really awesome, genuine people outside of Pokemon, too. This is sick. So, the, like, it was kind of cool. And then it became a thing where, like, 
uh, we had a week in Mexico last year where it was the special event and then the regional. The, uh, a lot of people had the option to like stay a whole week in Mexico or to fly twice. So uh, myself, Caleb, uh, Isaiah Williams, and Jose Moreiro and Ryan Allred, and then Caleb's friend Bruckner, we all stayed in Mexico for a whole week. And that's where, like, myself and Isaiah became really good friends and where Caleb, like, kind of opened up to us because he's kind of shy with newer people. Uh, so that kind of became a thing where, like, that friendship was built. And then we're all cool with Jose because Jose is, like, the one guy that I think everyone in the whole community is cool with. <laughs> you can't hate on Jose, that's for sure. <laughs> he's just over here playing Rayquaza. You know, like, <laughs> let him do what he's doing. He's but, yeah, dude. that's pretty dope. Um, but, like, I'm... I'm going to say, like, DGG has become, like, an entity in the yeah, community. Def- definitely. Where, like, even, like, even, like, I was at NAIC, and I was staying with all of the people from New York and Sam Chen, and, like, we walked down the hall, and they're just solo. And, like, I get it. You're trying to win. You're, and it's, like, it's, like, uh, no leaks. Obviously, you don't want people knowing what you're playing. <laughs> and, and, and for a big thing, because I see it as, you guys have a target on your back because uh, uh, I hear it at every regional. As soon as the first round's over, you walk over to the group. Hey, what's DDG playing? <laughs> and like, I, I get true. it. This is but, true. But like, in my head, it kind. I know, I know you're trying to win, but it puts you guys in a bubble. And like, is that like, is that okay with like? Obviously, you guys are winning. Like, the the numbers show you guys are topping everything. It it you guys are doing something right. Um, but to the community, is it? Do you care? Like, do you care that you're put in this bubble? Um, all right. So I guess that's a pretty good question. So uh, the the situation with that, uh, it's it. I my my easy answer is that it's a it's very bittersweet. Uh, for a couple reasons. So the first thing is gonna be that like it's obviously nice taking a team like DDG who you know has been heard of and has seen some success through some of the players in the past like most mostly Caleb off off some of the things he's done uh in the past taking that team and like having you know them kind of like market themselves as like a very like friendly nice like carefree team not really about the paperwork more about like just like the camaraderie and stuff and like you know just being an act team within the game since the whole team thing kind of goes out the window once round one start round uh one starts so uh but the situation is that like that is cool how that act worked out and uh, uh and the team itself is like is absolutely great so that is like you know a kind of a family that can never really be like taken away even if the team completely disbanded i think we all have like a special friendship through it which is cool and, and that's like one of the great parts of it right but then like you said Something that comes up uh, with with these success as a part of these friendships uh, is going to be, you know, not only not only hate in the form of people wondering how it's possible someone can win four regionals against all odds, you know, in one season uh, when it's hard enough to win four rounds in a league cup with with how crazy Pokemon variance is, uh, and. You know, that hatred is a thing that does exist, and jealousy that does exist. Or at least people say it exists, even if they don't think it does. It's It comes up yeah. through, you know, toxic comments, even, you know, alone with friends or something. It's like, that hatred is a thing that's there. Uh, and then there's also a respect, too, which is also nice. Uh, putting us, like, up there as, like, the upper echelon team. like, up there with Limitless. I, I'd argue that DDG 
and Limitless as far as last season ran the entire yeah, show. Yeah, so one man's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like if if I was looking like. My, I have a strong opinion on teams, and I feel like teams aren't fucking real. Like, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look at DDG, and they put out, like, a blueprint of how I believe a team can be successful and be, like, if I was, to, if there was one team, even even counting Limitless, like, like I've talked to a few Limitless guys, and it's a fuck fest in there. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's a fuck fest in that situation. Situation. I feel like you guys, as much as at one point there was like 20 people in DGG and they got down to five, you have a core group of players that are very close together and you guys work together, you come up, you all play the same thing and you are successful. And I think if you're going to make an art for a team, like if some big esports company came to me, it was like, dude, I want to invest in Pokemon, but like how do teams work? I would, the only thing I could do would go to DDG and go, look, these four or five, they play the same decks, and this is what what they've done. And, like, that blueprint, I think, is the only example of a team that, like, can even give any sort of argument. And it's, it's cool, like you said, there is downfalls where you do get shoved to the side, by, and you get a lot of hate. You get a lot of hate, and you get you get a lot of, like, you, you put yourself in a bubble to be successful, and... I, I, it gives you you live and you do whatever you got to do and to be honest i feel like you you guys are in the state of i don't care I have my friends yeah. and if you, you hate me because i'm successful like you know go fuck yourself like i don't like <laughs> i don't want to be your friend anyways like and i, I think percent could be that way that's like yeah definitely yeah, yeah you could definitely be that way i mean when you when you have yeah. your your ideology kind of set and you're like you know what this is what we're gonna do we're here to play pokemon and at the end of the day you know it's a competition you know as much as as much as you want to make friends and do stuff like that if people don't like you for for you winning then that's their problem like in my opinion yeah um from like obviously i'm hanging out with a bunch of people throughout the community and like as much hate as you guys get i don't feel like personally personally i don't know i don't know everyone i don't know passive everyone i don't know everything i don't feel like you guys deserve it as in if i see comments that are negative it is it is not from you guys like you guys are not giving out the comments you guys are just receiving them and i'm not like because i am from the outside yeah it 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 does, you guys don't look bad. The, the other people look so much worse than you because, <laughs> from from the, the shit they say. Because, like, I don't see you guys shit-talking people, ever. As much as people shit-talk you, you guys just brush it off, let me go get my fucking eight regional wins and, <laughs> and, and my, my 100K between the five of you. And uh, you guys can try again next year, dude. Keep talking shit, you know? That's a like that's how I see so what's it. what's the biggest thing that you kind of think that you get like like the, the biggest amount of heat or the reason for the heat is it because you win you think um well Cause I, well because I've I, well let me jump say one thing because I have heard you in the past say you're reformed and I haven't been in the community long enough to know why you from whatever 
the issue was, but I've heard you say you were reformed. Which um, I don't, I don't, I don't know context of that. If you want to give context, to I can. That. Oh boy, I can really <laughs> get into that. Do you want yeah. me to do that, or you want me to get into the DDG hatred, or do you want me to get into that to lead into the DDG hatred? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah. yeah, just just let it all out. Let's hear this. Let's all right, so I, I mean, think it's good for everyone to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> So it started out with me being a little punk, uh, Pokemon, like as I said, starting Pokemon in 2004 uh, means that in the game, right? Right. And growing up in the game means that you have a very strong opportunity as a seven-year-old to uh, to make friends, you know, for the next seven years, and then you become a really stupid 14-year-old, and now you're like kind of right smack dab in the middle of the community. You you have you have Facebook as a media outlet. You have MySpace as a media outlet. You have a bunch of people who who are ready for your or not ready for your awful opinions, right. and uh, and you'll you're just gonna shoot. you're just gonna you're just gonna let it out 24/7. At least that was me. So I was that kid, the straight up like post in PTCG hell, and you're like, man, why is it, why do I even have this notification on my phone right now? Not this kid. So that was me. So uh, I most of my maturity uh, came. Uh, like so, but, but like I just was inside the Pokemon community more than anything else. It was the one thing I related to more than you know most other things. I was big in like music and like wanting to like you know play guitar, be in a band, play bass, like scream, like, that kind of stuff. Okay. So <laughs> and like that was like my my life outside of Pokemon, but I didn't get enough into that because all my weekends went into Pokemon anyway. So I always ended up going back to Pokemon, right? So it was like basically I people saw like my people just watched me grow up through pokemon and then saw the good the bad and the ugly right and then uh as far as like the whole end situation which is the main thing that people like talk about in regards to me uh that situation was like a situation where like it was probably just because i i don't cheat and i can <laughs> confidently say that i have never had a, a situation within a tournament where i'm like oh i need to pawn this card <laughs> like i'm not i'm not, <laughs> who does that like i mean it, a like, lot a lot of people do that shit i think people do but yeah when it when it like, when it gets when money's on the line people kind of throw morality out the window they're like oh i'm i need to win this 5k i need the glory i need the hype i don't have case with them. i yeah, think yeah. you know what i really think the issue is i think it's the top 16 race i think that is the issue i think cheating would go down so much if the there wasn't a top 16 race like it like it is right now because people are so like i i need these points like i will pay you to give me these points basically that's how crazy that race gets yeah, yeah people yeah. are going ham with that so that definitely yeah. is a big part of that um but anyways, yeah. So continue, obviously continue. you didn't cheat. Yes, continue. No, yeah. So basically, yeah. my point is that like I'm the kind of person who has never been, like, and I like I would be honest about this. I'm the kind of person who has never like had the impulse to want to do something like cheat in the game. And I have made like decisions, and maybe it's how I was raised, or maybe just like how you know I am as a or how I was as a person. But it was like a decision, like maybe my opponent does something. Uh, stupid in the middle of a game and instead of like being a homie as far as the social side of pokemon and being like sure bro take it back i was like nah you're bodied two prize penalty you know and it's yeah. like there's two ways to look at it you can look at it like i want to be a champion and win the game or you can look at it like i want to you know have respect 
respect for the people who I want to hang out with after the event instead of, you know, like trying to rip them off just to win an event. So like it became a thing where winning was more important to me than like anything else. And then, but I still never like cheated. I just made these stupid decisions and like, you know, I guess people call me a rule shark and stuff. So like really rule sharky decisions and I'll own up to it. Like I'll say that, you know, a hundred percent of the time that was me. That's not necessarily wrong for you to do something like that. Like, yeah, I guess uh, you maybe had gone a poor way about it, but overall when you're in a tournament and you're in at that, that level calling somebody out for their misplay, like that's just how it goes, dude. It's like you, you made the wrong play own up to it, you know? And like, nobody likes to be pointed their like the finger, have the finger pointed at them where it's like, Oh shit, I fucked up. Like, that's just that's just kind of how it goes. So I, I I feel like you maybe you got a little bit of a uh, bad rap uh, bad rap for yeah. that like raw deal. It's uh, like oh no, go ahead. No 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 continue. Uh, yeah, I was just saying I feel like you got a, a lot of rap, other people you got do a bad that rap too. for that. Yeah, because I mean there's times yeah. there's times where I've called people out. It's like that you know it's like you you made the the play like you're we're both trying to win and if you really play like this like then you're not gonna win. And that's just how, that's just how it goes. It's like you know, it, and... it's it feels like there are a lot of games where like if you like if they misplay and then you in that game literally turns into a win from a loss. So like when you know that and you're in that situation, you're literally hit with a moral decision, kind of like a trolley right. problem where you're like, do I want this person to be my friend uh, after the event? Or do I want to body them right here and then continue on in the event by calling the judge on this situation that could be a double prize loss? And it immediately becomes a moral crossroads. And that is, like, that is very, like, scary being put on the spot like that in the middle of an event, like, over and over and over again. As a kid, I did not understand, I guess, the value of how important these people, you know, would end up being to me. So I didn't, I didn't, like, treasure that. And I did, you know, winning the event and and then maybe being, like, cool, you know, I, I did what i came here for because that stood up not mattering as much uh in my own head so the whole the whole end thing uh was a very poor lapse of judgment uh that wasn't i don't even know like looking back on it what i could have gained from it i think had had it gone the way i wanted it to go i would have just gotten caught later on and then maybe banned for life or anything so what you know there's nothing to gain from that it was a very poor lapse of judgment and uh i think could attest to me not thinking about doing things uh, before I actually do them, which you can note personality from the stuff I was posting online and just growing up th- over the years. Right. Like, I, I clearly did not, you know, have enough self-respect to think about anything before posting. Okay. And uh, with the end thing, people are going to try and connect the dots everywhere to see where you're a cheater right away. So, like, if you get... If someone, like, takes a dollar off the table that you left on the table, you're instantly going to think, man, has this guy been stealing from me my whole life? Yeah. So it's like that's that's kind of the same situation so people are trying to connect the dots and they take those like those judge calls and they're like all right you're you're instantly a bad person for a lot of this right you know even even though even though maybe it was just one instance versus you know like all those other times it's like Um, okay it was a necessary judge call but yeah but for uh before we like move on uh i know you said the end thing a lot for anyone who hasn't like is listening to this doesn't understand what the end thing is you mind explaining what that is again all right, so the end thing. <laughs> <laughs> because I like, I get. We, yeah, we know, what, like, we know what you're talking about. <laughs> but um, why not? So the easy way is you could just go on 
YouTube and look up like Daniel Altavilla end date, uh, and then you find the whole video. I'll just be as, as transparent as possible with that. It's a, it's a funny video. I'm not gonna lie, but um, but so that video was nuts. And then the actual situation was I was in round something of a of Florida regionals like a couple years back. Uh, I had just come off of like a first at Virginia regionals into a top eight the week after at St. Louis regionals into potentially another top week after in Florida regionals. So. I I was on a, a huge heater, and the end situation was it's the last turn of the game. I have one card left in my hand. It's an N. I look through my discard pile like I'm like trying to see if there's any way I can salvage this game. Look through my opponent's discard pile, whatever. Uh, and then they said it was like egregious stalling, but that I, I don't think I like how am I stalling? It's the last turn of the game. It's either do or die here. So that part was like kind of stupid to me. But so the end situation was like, I have an end in hand. It's my only card. I've already played a supporter. I put the end down on the table and then like move my hand to the front of my deck, like instantly. And then like, don't do it. It's clearly like I'm trying to obviously like, I guess, deceive my... What 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 are the what's the words like dubious action to deceive the opponent is what they call okay. it. Okay. So like so that is obviously like what it was right. But me like as a I'm not gonna defend it or anything because like you know I could sit here and defend it all day, but people will still have their opinions. But it's a situation where like it was a very poor lapse of judgment and and it was stupid and it was all because I was on this heater and like I'm owning up to. It it and it's just like it's so stupid so stupid so probably the worst thing i've ever done within the community for sure but so that is that and that was insane well it's good it's good to see that you have since grown from that and you are a lot it's just from speaking to you you're a lot more mature about it and i mean that's kudos kudos to you kudos to you owning up to like, it and and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. acknowledging Thanks. it and moving on from it because yeah. a lot of people, if something like that happened to them, they're gone, disappeared. They don't ever. You never see them again, or you know, they get off social media. And for you to just be like, you know, it looks bad. I'm not even going to defer. Right? Looks bad. It is it is what it is. Move on with my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That's fine. Hey man, you didn't you didn't lap a Greninja <laughs> break. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. So that's where it all started with you, basically, is the end thing was an issue and you were young and dumb making dumb comments. So that's where the negative started coming down yeah. on you. Okay. It was just all me being an idiot, completely like whatever reputation I may or may not have had. Just completely having no self-respect and having and no clue about it. <laughs> exactly, it was like the go. dumbest thing ever. Crazy chain of events. Jeez. So, yeah. anyways, so that is definitely a part of why people like dislike me as a person. Uh, maybe people who don't, you know, really know me that well and know me from, you know, posts or stuff. You know, will never want to get the have the opportunity to know me because they obviously dislike me so like that is a thing and then there's as far as a team thing uh, uh the dislike comes i want to say from similar situations at where like we all have a story like mine not maybe not the same as mine but you get what i'm saying like we have a story like jimmy has his has his like the whole gansman post from way back when yeah. where like nobody knows if that's true or not true because there's no evidence one way or the other all you know is who jimmy is and and your interactions that you may have had with Jimmy and then you have your own, you know, 
your opinion. own opinion exactly yeah. so it's either like uh, jimmy is hated by half the community loved by half the community off of one post yeah, so it's crazy. like that power uh that comes behind like uh i guess it, it kind of is like a mass hysteria through yeah. social media like it's pretty crazy like <laughs> when it comes down to that like that's one thing almost every guest i'm like dude when's the donifesto coming out on you dude like, <laughs> i'm gonna start i'm gonna start riding it because like it's crazy how much people look at like zero facts on the jimmy thing I'll tell you right now, I read the first thing, I'm like, damn, Jimmy sucks. And then, like, I read the comments, and I'm like, oh, everyone thinks Jimmy sucks. What? But, and then I'll read the thing, I'm like, but this guy has zero evidence. There's that, like, I cannot, anything he says to heart. All I got is, I played Jimmy once, he was a nice guy. That's what I got. That's, I can't that's all look, I got. Like, that's all I, I got. <laughs> I was like, huh? I'm like, I can't look at you, like, for someone to put something like that, like, I'm more just like Gansman because he would put something out like that with zero evidence. Like with like, give me a video, give me like something you can't like, it's so disrespectful to do something like that to someone because you will have lesser minded people look at that and go, just take that first thing and go, oh, Jimmy's a piece of shit. Never talking to that kid. Or even, even, yeah. or even, you know, add to it, make it worse. Try and try and yeah. comment on it and, and try and hype up the post. Even if they don't know exactly without without any like information. That, those comments were like the first thing. Once I read it, I was like, uh, "There's no evidence. These comments are gonna be fucking like, dude, go get, get some evidence." Which there was, but like, there was so much hate on that with no evidence. I was like, "Dude, you guys are." Fucking like if I like you, I cannot, I can't even look at this shit. It's disgusting. Like, uh, the internet is so easy to be mean on. I'm like I, I tell people that like I was in the room with uh, all the all the fucking New York guys and I, I was like you know Pokemon players a bunch of pussies. So that's all I'm like he's like, like he's like someone's like what if they come out with a dumb fester on you? I'm like yeah, but none of them are gonna say it to my face. I'll tell you that. They're they're just they just don't like people. I I bet you Jimmy goes to the tournaments and he no one ain't saying shit to Jimmy. It's just not because they're fucking keyboard, keyboard all of them. warriors. They just are. They're just and like you you have your and it, it is what it is. Yeah. I just like I can't like if I was someone is like going off on it there and then I see him at a regional. He's like, yo, what's up? Like I can't stand that. Yeah, like, that's the worst. That is the worst. I'm like, dude, you need to have the same energy. I need the same. Like, if you hate, if you hate me, you better hate me in real life, too. Yeah. I don't care if you never talk to me again, but you better oh have the same God. energy on the keyboard that you have in real life. All, all right. right. Well, hey, well, well speak, speaking of Jimmy, uh, you, you mind kind of commenting on how the separation with him and DDG kind of went down? Um. All right. So I'll say it like this. We were told, uh, and I don't think there's any issue like saying this. Uh, okay. At least I hope not. So Dan, there's an issue with this. I apologize ahead of time. Well, uh, if, if but... we, well, you can you can you can go you back can message to him after. yeah. You can message him after, and then we could just kind of cut it out. The delete this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, busted. So we're recording. So you can yeah. just ah, cut. Yeah. <laughs> so go ahead. Go ahead. Technology is an amazing thing. It is. So, uh, um. The situation is that uh, from the beginning, we were told that 
even though it's like a sponsorship and it's obviously meant to be like you know a long term like maybe even forever kind of thing not forever but forever as in like over multiple years right. kind of thing that that uh that we didn't have to stay and that even if we tried it for uh, for the first couple of events uh we were never being held to stay so uh jimmy choosing to leave is totally okay uh as far as us as his teammates just want to see him grow and uh as far as the actual ddg owners and stuff they don't have any issue with it and, and they're pretty much their philosophy on this is like don't cry because it's over smile because it happened right. is basically their entire philosophy on okay. it okay so uh so the situation with jimmy is that I'm not quite sure on the specifics of, of anything that made thing after he leaves Team DDG, but I know that it wasn't necessarily, like, fitting as far as his personal growth. And some of the things that he wanted to see out of the team uh, didn't end up fully coming to fruition. And I think a mixture of those two things ended up... Uh, uh, pushing him out. Okay. But uh, there's still heavy respect between the whole team. It was not. It was literally n not even close to to like a sticky drama situation or anything like that. So that much is like you know is good. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, that's good yeah, to hear yeah. that it was. I want to hear like that's not what we wanted. Jimmy got we to hear Jimmy got kicked Jimmy out. Got he got kicked <laughs> out. He's a piece of I shit. Can't stand uh, it. No, no, okay, okay, no. That's that's good. That's good. I'm glad. I'm glad that it was, you know, just something as simple as that versus, um, you know, kind of a a negative light, you know, kind of yeah. kind of on on why he uh, on why he left. When I read the or, post, or I felt him like getting it kicked out. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I was like, he says he regretfully leaves Jimmy, and Jimmy liked the post. I was like. All right, this was this was a nice breakup. Yeah. <laughs> as much as we want a, a, a fucking drama alert, we... <laughs> it's like you you break up with a girlfriend. You have a handshake at the end. It's like, all right, thanks yeah. for your time. Like... <laughs> Thank you for your time. Yeah. I, I'm gonna still hang out with your homies though, yeah. just so you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So it's easy. Like you guys are still all testing together. Is is he gonna be in this bubble with you guys still? At Worlds? Or is that, like, off the table, too? Because um, I know Pram's in the bubble, and he's not Yeah, he's, he ain't even DDG. Yeah. Well. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think, I think as far as, like, teams and testing and stuff, that, like, the bubble is kind of, like, impenetrable from both sides at this point. It's kind of, like, its own thing where I doubt any new players would ever, like, be able to help contribute to what we're doing because we have, like, the manpower. And as far as people leaving, it's, like, the only way someone would leave or get kicked out or anything would have to be by quitting the game. Because, like, it's a thing where, like... And this is not coming from, like, a game thing where it's like, oh, man, someone leaves and then there's a bunch of drama and then that could lead to anything. It's like it's like a, a thing where, like, we're just friends and we're already successful with it. So if it ain't broke, you okay, know. So yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Especially since the breakup of him from DEG wasn't drama-related. 
Like exactly, like, yeah. Like, with That's it not being drama related, you're not just gonna cut them out. Like, all right, not on the team. I know Pram's on ARG, but fuck you. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been funny. Just, uh, the, yeah, dra- just the drama. I don't know what is, but you love. Yeah, go find, hang out with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I heard top cuts like looking for some. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Anyway, so speaking of worlds, and you got you got your bubble. Uh, let's kind of hear your idea or your opinions on this upcoming rotation for the worlds format. Do you enjoy that it's rotating, or do you uh, want? You wish we still. I know. Have I know. Everybody's some... probably bugging you about shit. Like, oh my god, what do you think? What do you think? But you know, what do you think? Do they bother you? <laughs> I feel like people wouldn't bother you because of this bubble. Right? So, it's kind of weird. Like, I, sometimes I get messages on Facebook of people acting like we've been friends our entire <laughs> lives. And it's like, I don't know who this person even is. They straight up hit me up and they're like, yo, Dan, can you throw me a dark list, bro? And I'm like, like no leaks YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> like, there you go. What, what were you expecting? Yeah, that, like, right? So, like, I straight up got a message from a kid who was talking to me, and he, like, lured me in by being, like, hey, man, uh, do you do coaching? And I'm, like, yeah. And then after me, like, confirming that I did coaching, so basically that, like, I was, you know, responding to his message actively so that he knows I'm ignoring him or anything. So, like, he gets me to respond to the message and then just starts trying to talk to me like it's a normal conversation. So clearly trying to lure me in. And it's, like, that kind of stuff is, like, kind of weird. But, you know, I guess it's, like, the whole... And I, I can't complain because at least I'm not, like, a female. You know, that, that a lot of a lot of women in the community do, which is, right. like, a whole nother, you know, awful topic that yeah. is very, very upsetting. We don't have... We're going to have some people on for Yeah, we don't have time uh, to talk about that today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah we're going to have some actual females on to talk about that. Yeah, we, that, we that I don't that. even want to pretend that I even know yeah. how that is. So it's not... My point is that it's, like, not to that degree, but it's still, like, kind of a weird thing where it's, like, you know... And then there's also the line where, like, you know, at what point... Uh, do I start, like, telling someone that if they want, you know, answers to their questions that they need to get coaching, and at what point does that become douchey? Because, like, right. a lot of people, like, I'm willing to help you if you want some advice on, on a deck or something and you're playing for a cup. I'm not going to be like, yo, give me give me 30 bucks an hour to, to you know, get your deck for a cup. I'm not going to, you know, leave someone high and dry. But at the same time, if you're asking me for, like, philosophy on the game and stuff like that, something that you could, you know, maybe turn around to a tournament and then beat me at that tournament once I teach it to you, that's something that, you know, that coaching is good for. Right. And that's something that, like, you don't just want to throw at people all the time, like, like for free just because they're coming in and asking for it. So it's, like, kind of a weird, you know, like, Well, this is still area. this is still your job, you know? So it's, like, that, that information is your product. So you can't, like, g- giving away something like that is, you know, that's, that's just bad business. That's just bad yeah, business. I think, so, yeah, right? I think, yeah. like, in hindsight it and you don't like if a random person's message you like if if it takes more than like a sentence to answer their question they they gotta find some other way to do it that you can just do what zach does and just not answer Yeah. Uh, then I'm over. Yeah, I just don't respond. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, I didn't know. I've seen this. I'm just gonna ignore that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you could do that. On YouTube. 
if I got a list, I'll send a list. But like, if that's what you want, you just want a list. Sure, this is what I got here. Boom. Or hey, here's Pablo's list for, that he posts on YouTube. Boom. Yeah. But if you want me to sit and talk to you about like how you should uh, fucking go about look it, at your, the ma- your matchup stuff like that, you yeah, know, like, like you know, if it takes more than one sentence, like go get some coaching, man. I don't. Yeah, like, straight up. And if you're mad, if you get mad that like I'm taking too long to respond to you. Hey, go get some coaching, you know? <laughs> hey, like, if, I'll tell you right now, I'll respond to you so quickly if you pay. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. a whole different thing. And, like, I don't do coaching. And, like, if you're asking me these questions, you probably, you're asking the wrong guy, right? Because I'm, yeah. I'm out here asking Danny, Danny, people these yeah, questions. Yeah, right? you are asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Danny's got one up on me. He's got one up on me. I had to yell at him. He was playing too oh fast. He's so fast. I didn't know what he was doing. I'm like, dude, uh, I don't know if you drew eight cards or you drew six. You need to slow down. And he's like, it's six. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know, dude. I'm just tired down over there. All right, well, back to my initial question. Yeah. What's your opinion on the rotation? Like, how do you feel going, going oh, yeah. into this blind format? We got so I know. Off. We got so Yeah, we did. That happens a lot. Uh, this, this podcast is just wherever yeah, it goes. You know? town. <laughs> um, all right, so rotation. Um, you think it's an even playing field because it rotated? Or do you think deck builders are just going to win it because they're better than the people uh, who... I mean, I will say that it's been it's been clear that even without rotation, that deck builders are you know are gonna do very well at worlds. There's always some way, maybe not to like completely break a meta, but there's always some way to take a deck and elevate it above like what it what it is currently capable of, even as far as like options or line of play or something that other people are able to figure out. Because, you know, if we're all testing and we're with our heads, you know, like chickens with our heads cut off, you know, someone has to get there, right? right. Someone has to get there. There's, if there's an infinite amount of games that can be played and an infinite amount of interactions that can happen, it's completely random, you know, someone will get there. Right. And that's inevitable. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so as far as the rotation goes, I think that will, that will uh, like you said, not that will help deck builders even more and give them a bit of an edge. Uh, because it's clear that you know uh, that they have uh, less options now than we had, and it's clear that you have to be able to navigate around those options uh, that we currently have available to do well at an event like Worlds. But but on the flip side, uh, you can also say that with a card pool that that is is, and I'm not gonna say it's not massive because two like you know 250 card sets same as having like like what like four extra sets yeah. and. So this is probably the largest rotation we've ever had, I'd say, starting pool. But it's still so small that I think people who aren't, you know, true deck builders can still find good techs and good options in their decks. And people are are with YouTube and stuff. It's killing it so far. Like, I just built a list for Blacephalon the other day, and I was like, oh, this is broken. There's no way anyone's going to come up with this. This has to be the play, like, the day one play maybe the day two play this list is busted and then like i, I go over to youtube three three videos on blacephalon and they're like they're like doing the same stuff oh. so it's like people are really on point so i think that the rotation like it's not a it's not a bad thing it's a cool thing as far as creativity and it's really nice that you know uh that we don't have to play like 
with ultra balls, nest balls, and let loose uh, as far as, like, keeping the game fresh. Uh, but there's also, like, the case of, like, the, the, like, missing format where we had the standard format that had uh, unified minds in it and we'll never see that format. Right. Uh, and that is, as far as that goes, being who, like, enjoys the game. And, like, you've seen Jason Kladinsky literally go back and break a jungle format with it. And then and there were still decks. So it's like, you know that when there's a missing format, that there's got to be a bunch of insane decks that could come out of that format. So uh, yeah, the rotation, like, you know, being, being helpful for new players and deck builders alike, I'd say is a good thing. And as far as like that whole missing format situation, that's the the only like real negative thing that you can even like, and that's even kind of reaching yeah. that you could you know take out. I think it's if anything, it's a solid change. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, lastly for for this world's topic, um, do you have any advice for someone you know trying to get their invite? Um, yeah, because like they're going going into next season. They got rid of quarters, right? That is that confirmed? That's confirmed, right? For now, yeah. That's, yeah, that's for now. So like the grind is a lot less uh, grindy, right? I would think. It's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be a thing where like if you ups for the first three quarters, uh, you can still get eight cups or not eight cups, but probably points up worth of eight cups from like maybe the last quarter and a half. So like if you can go to regionals here and there, uh, you can go. Uh, and actually do that. Whereas in this last season, uh, you're done because you're missing yeah. out on six cups, right? So yeah. definitely cutting the quarters is going to be huge uh, for a lot of people to either invite and chill, which is going to be big, or to just come into it in the middle of you know whatever else they have going on. Right. Uh, so that's. Um, and then, uh, as far as like advice for someone who's who wants to get their invite, I'd say. Uh, the most important things that you need within the Pokemon trading card game don't even come from the Pokemon trading card game. And that is, number one is going to be confidence, uh, which is something that carries you in almost any aspect of life. Right. Uh, and something that I think you need to play this game correctly because there's points where I've seen people who are like, you know, like in real life, like an actual, you know, like, I played against a guy who's, like, ripped, completely jacked, huge bodybuilder guy, who could probably, like, beat me to a pulp in real life, but in Pokemon, he's, like, scared to sit across from me, because it's, like, you still need confidence to play, be confident in everything you do, not just in, you know, certain parts of your life, and people don't respect that in Pokemon, of how, like, you end up, and then, on the flip side, uh, people are overconfident to the point that they don't acknowledge their own misplay because they like can't possibly like concede that they could do something wrong within the game which are we dropping names i'm on a tear right now i've been crushing everybody lately so he's a little mad i ain't yeah, mad i've been playing play this zoro chess stack that like i'm just saying you put down a gx you lose that's all i'm saying <laughs> doesn't matter doesn't matter. Dude. I get an ultra ball, you lose, all right? Okay, okay, Russell. Russell. Okay, Russell. <laughs> Russell. Russell said that. He's like, there's a point in my life where if I if I started an ultra ball, I couldn't lose. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, all right. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. All right. All right. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> so 
you like do you like the unified let's let's talk about new pokemon sets and new things that are coming for pokemon uh do you like do you like the unified mindset at all like what you have a favorite card you got like the uh certain archetype that's coming out from it uh as far as unified minds it's like kind of cool it's <laughs> now you can say no you can be like no nah, it's trash so it, but like specific card you don't have to you just be you know ambiguous be like yeah i like this i like that you know you don't have to give any any details yeah no it's like it's one of those things where like it's it's almost too big because like they're printing cards that exist right now and it's like it's cool that they exist like for example Psyoke, but there's no actual like functioning way for them to you know to exist competitively right. so they exist but they can never be competitive right. but they were intended they were made in in the pokemon card laboratory in japan that someone was like slow duck is going to be a broken deck literally insane deck we're printing this card and then tpci was like Rotation before Worlds, let's go, boys. And then, boom, Slow Duck completely got bodied. And now in Expanded, do you think Slow Duck's probably going to be good? Pro I would, I would, I would say probably not. Yeah, probably you, not. One N probably bodies you, yeah. like hypothetically. Right. So, like, get, getting into like that, like there are a lot of cards, and uh, like Buzzmosa is like a big example of that too. Like that just suffered from being in a large set. Uh, where they could have split it up otherwise, uh, of a card that could have been really good that is not going to be good. So, like, the set is interesting because they are printing a big set, which means that, yeah, you have, like, more money cards and more... It's good for, like, the second-hand market, I guess, maybe, and it's, like, kind of cool in that sense. But, like, you're also kind of, like, messing up, up, like, an extra set's worth of cards, but then taking half of the relevant cards and making them not relevant anymore. So it defeats the whole purpose of what you were initially doing. So that that kind of, like, 360s in, or, like, 180s in the opposite direction from, like, what they're trying to accomplish, which is so, like, mind-boggling. So yeah, I think the whole set's being giant. Like, like when did we decide start deciding that we should do this yeah well, i don't know <laughs> money baby like money baby great. that's when they decided because they were I making more you, money uh, well, yeah they don't care like yeah you gotta buy more packs if you want to get master set yeah 100 percent. but like, yeah uh money that's yeah, all that's all such a great example because in japan that card was busted like yeah. it was winning yeah. things left and right we get it uh, no one you can't it's unplayable with, comes like, out with fire. you put it in nagquag and like you put it out like last turn to try to win with it that's it yeah it's like <laughs> yeah, so other sad. than that they were just playing four like buzzmosas and they're like can you beat me and now nah, we we never got to see yeah. that ever all right so we'll we'll, we'll just say you don't like the the you like the cards in the set just not the size of the set Right. Yeah, the design of the set, the card design is good, but the actual size of the set ruins right. it. So, yeah. Okay, all right. I agree. Well, uh, uh, one last thing. We'll talk about new things coming out for Pokemon. Uh, Sword and Shield. Do you play the video game at all? Um. So, as far as the video games, like, I've been pretty 50-50 on them. Like, sometimes they look cool. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> Like, Black 2, White 2 is, like, a reskin of Black right. and White. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I didn't even, touch, I didn't even touch that shit. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's a Black yeah. and White? Okay, you don't yeah. touch that, but you touch Sun and Moon 2? Like, that That was worse. That was because I was... I, yeah. was that was way worse. I played... You did I played that. Uh, I played the fucking what's it oh. called uh, like region oh. or like oh, online tournaments and oh. stuff like that. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played online, <laughs> I played online tournaments. Game, I didn't like. I didn't like the fucking. You tried to make me play it. <laughs> it was horrible. 
<laughs> like, hey, dude, you gonna get uh, Sun Moon Two? I was like, no, Sun Moon One was trash. Why do I get the second one? It's literally gonna be the same thing. We should play it. No, no. He was right. Kevin. He was right. And then he's trash in black and white too. I need the same energy, Kevin. I need the same energy. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, that's what my mentality was then, and now I'm like, oh fuck it, I'm just gonna buy it. Who Trash. cares now? But back then, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't have the money. I really don't care. Now I'm like, uh, what's forty? What's yeah, forty dollars? Sword and Shield looks sword dope, shield does look right? dope. Like we can, uh, at least it looks yeah. nice, right? We can all agree on that. Maybe yeah. Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's like, uh, uh, how? Do, what, <laughs> I got a question. So what is it, Dino Max? Yeah, Dino Max. How, yeah, how are we doing that in? Uh, yeah, how is this? How's you know it's gonna well, come? Yeah, because well, in every every Pokemon game, you see the Something. the um, I guess we had a Lowlands. Yeah, had Megas. right. It goes it goes into the TCG. How do you think this is gonna fit into the TCG? You gonna take you gonna take for the Dynamaxing? You gonna take a Jumbo card and just fucking slap it on top <laughs> <laughs> like the brain? Uh, I think how Dynamax is going to work is that uh, they are actually going to start printing packs uh, that are like... No, that was... No. <laughs> and it's going to come... It's So, like, have you guys played the Transformers no, no, TCG yet? Or, or I, I have had the, the fortune, I suppose, of being at a card shop while a guy was buying a pack of Transformers cards. And they have these pretty giant, like... Because you have, you know, the turn than the the cards, right? Right. So the Transformer cards are all giant. So the way the packs come is you rip open the first pack. There's the giant pack, which comes with one card, which is going to be your giant card. And then and there's a smaller pack inside, which is the actual okay. set pack. And I think they could swing that if they really wanted to. So I think Pokemon, I think that's what they're Would doing. Would it be like uh, like how DBZ has like their leader card? So it's like, oh, you have your Dynamax Pokemon. You can only use this attack or whatever, you know, like... Yeah, it's like, you're just like, you're like, on one side, you got the, you know, your little Poliwhirl, Poliwag, and then <laughs> you and you're just your like, title. Poliwag GX is sitting in your deck box, in your backpack, and then you rip your it out, you're just like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell yeah. Oh, hey, God. Everybody's looking at yeah, people's right? backpacks, uh, which one does it? Who's this Dynamax? Oh, my hey, God. Hey, I seen, I, I seen Danny, dude. He's got Toto Oh, my He's God. He's got Toto Anyone look to DDG's backpack? <laughs> <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? I think they all got Toto dude. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, all right. Okay, I think that's that's all the time we got for today. Let's uh let's kind of close it up. Is there any shout-outs that you want to do for the viewers at home? Um, yeah, so definitely a big shout out, obviously, to Team DDG. I've been talking them up big time on this. So, I mean, I hope that if there's one thing that you're getting from this, it's that, like, we're real people. We we have made mistakes. You know, we're humans. We're not just, like, a target for, like, you know, toxicity online or anything like that. I don't understand the Like, I understand where it comes from, but I don't, like, appreciate it or anything. It obviously sucks. <laughs> Fucking like, stop it. I, Fucking like, stop it, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> quit it. <laughs> so, but big DBG, great people, great team. Very happy to be a part of it. Shout out. Uh, if you want to check out my stream, my stream is twitch.tv slash daxptcg. That's D-A-X-P-T-C-G. Uh, and I'm aiming for Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. I don't know. Sometimes I get ripped on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays. Depends which one's, which one's more important. 
Uh, and then get ripped. There you go. Yes. Get ripped. And then. Uh, besides that, uh, big shout out to the No Leaks YouTube and to Caleb, who's like my better half on that YouTube. He's a god, literally. Uh, <laughs> makes the vids, or like not makes the vids, but edits the vids. He's literally a god. I just I make the broken lists. He he edits them, and then we put it up there. So literally insane YouTube. Uh, so shout out, and then you know just uh, uh, thanks to anyone who has supported me and helped me get to where I am as a person in the community. And I appreciate everyone. So, you know, thanks for being there. All right. Well, thanks again for being on the show, but there is, ah, there is one thing that we do We're we're doing this little giveaway before worlds. I don't know if you've watched the, the channel at all, but, uh, we want you to pick your top three worlds contenders. It's going to be a point based system and we are going to worlds, So we'll be giving this out in person. But uh, you got to pick out your top three contenders, and it, the lowest score wins. So if you if you pick the person who wins overall, you get one point, essentially. You know, so lowest low score wins. Someone that's like a hundredth, you get a hundred. Right. You want the lowest. So and so you want the best three. We people. are going to be giving away this awesome Chum Lee portrait. <laughs> <laughs> We're at, he's gonna sign it and everything, and everyone who's been on the show so far has picked three players. We're gonna tally it up, give it out. Uh, after worlds <laughs> That's um, so top three players top three players as far as like people who can who can win yep, people top who three can win. Yeah. Yep. ideally ideally you want the guy who gets first second Correct. and third that guy like, that first, would be guy, the yeah. best second, the guy who gets score overall right, is I'll six say points. yeah I'll say Jimmy Gotta say, you cannot, you can't keep Jimmy out of the equation. He's uh, he's charging up right now. So Jimmy definitely. Um, I'll throw in uh, Pedro Torres. Okay. I think Pedro always is killing it for Worlds and 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 ICs. The guy just always knows what's going on. Uh, and jeez, uh, are there three good players? <laughs> Pick myself. I don't know. If you can. That's, that's allowed. That's allowed. I think Caleb picked himself, and <laughs> yeah, Caleb. who did who did we have on last? They picked themselves too. Uh, every 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 yeah, picked every, yeah, yeah. Every Taylor picked himself. Every all right. Picked himself, yeah. All right. If they if they pick themselves, okay, I'll pick myself. All right. <laughs> so all right. So you got some confidence. Jimmy, what are you talking about? Guy after Jimmy Pendarvis, Pedro Torres, and yourself, Danny Altavilla. There you go. You Very got cool. it. Let's go. <clears throat> All right. Well, thanks again for ever, everyone for tuning in to the number one Pokemon podcast. That is Faded Town. Once again, I'm Kevin. That's my boy, Zach. We got Danny down below. Don't forget to check out his YouTube channel. We have new episodes dropping every Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. But for now, we're going to scoop it up. Oh.